Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. I'm Robbie Alexander, and I am joined by Natalie Dunn. How you doing, Natalie? Hi, Robbie. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. The sun is out. It's uh, early May, and you really can't get much better than this. Um, <laughs> how do you think last week went? How do you think the pilot went? I We're going to be upfront and honest. Yeah. I think it was good. I think we can do better, though. I think that we have leagues farther to go. I do, too. I think, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. You know, we're starting. You can't see my hands, but imagine my hands are like <laughs> keyboard level. And then by the end of the season, we're going to be at least camera level on a standard laptop. <laughs> So today we've got a, a special treat. It's going to be uh, the first grab bag episode of Hit and Run, which most episodes will be a grab bag. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you explain it, Natalie, because it's a format that I don't think people really understand. I don't know if we explained it too much last week, but I think they're going to grow to love it. Well, I think that this week will be a great introduction to the true nature of the hit and run because like a hit and run, we are wildly unprepared today. For our very first hit and run grab bag, what I have here in front of me is a small collection of some National Geographic magazines that were sitting on my bookshelf in front of me as we were preparing to record. Um, do you subscribe? I haven't read. I do to subscribe interrupt. to National Geographic. You do Geographic. subscribe to National Geographic. Part of me didn't know that they actually made those still, if I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> I thought they like went to online I haven't heard about them since I was a wee child. They do still exist. There's an online version of every magazine if you subscribe. I think you can subscribe to the online one only, but it costs like $25 a year to subscribe to the print version too. So National I do. Geographic, not a sponsor, but you might could be. you might get an email from us one day. <laughs> you know, we gotta we gotta get the cash grab all we can. Yes. So National Geographic does exist. Um, I have three of them here in front of me. I have not read any of them. I actually haven't read one of the National Geographics that I've received in like a year and a half. We know rainy day reading. Yeah. Well, right now I'm reading The Lord of the Rings, so in like another couple months, maybe I'll get to these. But anyway. I'm so, sure we'll discuss Lord of the Rings at, at some point. It will come up. So the hit and run. Our grab bag topic for today will be chosen from one of these National Geographic magazines. I have three here. So Robbie, I would like you to pick a number between one and three. Robbie does not know the topic of any of these magazines. I was always impartial to the number two because it was always right. Cody was my brother was number one <laughs> as far as pecking order. And then I was always number two. So I'll go with number two. All right. I have this National Geographic. The topic, it's actually a very special edition. What is on because, the cover of that? So it's double-sided. One cover says how we saved the world, and the other side is upside down, and it says how we lost the planet. Oh, my gosh. That's like so, a fiery inferno. Yes. This was last month's issue. I thought it was a picture um, of the sun. Nope. That's the earth on fire. Pretty accurate. But um, we're going to go with the happy side. I'm going to tell you how many pages there are on the happy side, and you're going to tell me which page we're going to pick a topic from. There are 82 pages. For those of you, which is all of you, you can't see the cover. It is <laughs> terrifying. It, I thought, I legitimately thought I was looking at the sun, and they're saying that could be the earth? Yes. Chills. All right, so it's 82 pages. <laughs> Pick a number between 1 and 82. Between 2 and 82. Page 1 is the table of contents. Even we can't talk about that for very long. Uh, 
I think you underestimate us. I'm going to go number 32. A good right. old baseball number. We're going to go with the sentimental numbers tonight. Okay. Page number 32. It is an illustrative drawing titled What You Can Do for Your World. Individual acts alone can't fix global ills, but each of us can do our part to reduce environmental problems and put more energy into the search for solutions. But it's a very detailed, it looks... I. Looking at it, it reminds me of like a Where's Waldo picture. It kind of um, does. Let's see. There's some in. There's a lot of potential in here. There is a mother goose leading her goslings, gooselings, geeslings, chicks, babies. We'll go with chicks. Leading her babies across the street. Let's talk about geese. What are your thoughts on the Canadian geese? Which ones are the Canadian geese? They're just the standard goose, right? They're the well. In our eyes, yes. They're like the gray and Us black Michiganders. ones. Yeah, the Michiganders, the Midwesterners. They're the ones that terrorize the golf courses, let me tell you. Yes. And I worked at a golf course, so I have spent my fair amount of time picking up goose poop from the putting greens. Yeah, I mean, generally, general impressions of geese, I think that they get a bad rap. I do think that they can have a fiery vengeance inside of them. I have seen it happen. I think that geese can be very aggressive, but generally speaking, I think that not all geese are bad. You want to talk about an aggressive species of bird though? The swan. Swans do terrify me. So let's switch topics. I I have okay. way more to talk about with swans than geese. Geese, they're one, a oh, Hang on, before before we switch topics, one last word on geese. Do you, I don't think, do you have a Nintendo Switch? Uh, oh, do Hillary not. does, right? Hillary does, yes. Right. Does Did Hillary play the Untitled Goose game? No, but she has so many memes or memes from the Goose game. <laughs> if you ever want to just spend $15 on something that will just be a very pleasant way to spend your Sunday afternoon, buy the Untitled Goose game and play that. Highly recommend. It's really quite, it makes you want to be a goose or a geese. It's so fun. You can just honk. I feel like the grammar aficionados are going to tear this episode apart more so than usual. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be any less than or more than any other episode. I think we give ourselves too much credit in that I category. I think we do. You know, we, we like to think of ourselves as educated. It depends on the day. In the wise words of Cody, you act like we're educated. <laughs> oh, Cody. <laughs> The spicy joy of a boy. So back to the swan. So I have like personal stories of swans just being the absolute worst. I only have like one small specific experience, but generally speaking, yes, swans are the worst. So there Your are, stories sound much more interesting. There are two species of swans most native to the Midwest, I will point out. I learned this last summer is that these swans that have, I believe it's the, what is it, the orange bills? Are those usually the ones we see? The swans with the orange bills and the black eyes? Yes. Those the swans are, with the black bills are trumpeter swans. I do know that because those I are book native. about it. I don't know the name of the swans with the orange bill, but those are actually an invasive species. So point against those swans right there. <laughs> this is about the orange-billed swans. We're going to leave the trumpeter swans out of it because they are graceful and majestic. Ballerinas I think they have the same them. general mannerism, though. But I have a bone to pick with the orange-billed <laughs> swans. I hate swans. I don't know if you hate swans, but why do you not like swans? I don't think I'd say I hate swans. I think that I just, I understand that swans are not pleasant creatures. My only personal, like, negative experience with a swan, when I was, I don't know how old I was, like, you know, a kid, roughly. Um, kid age. <laughs> 
I Between was the ages of zero and 18. Roughly in there somewhere. My grandparents had jet skis for a while. And so we were hanging out with my grandparents on whatever lake they had their jet skis on. I don't even remember where it was, if it was like down where they live or whatever. We were on a jet ski on a lake somewhere. My grandma and I were on a jet ski and we like flipped over. Like my grandma took a turn too fast. And so we like fell off the jet ski. <laughs> and we were like trying to get back on it and there grandma was a swat of control was, what is your grandmother like, doing to flip a jet ski <laughs> well first of all you don't know my grandma my grandma is literally like me but imagine me but like more physically fit maybe an inch taller by yeah. the way i'm not tall like if you don't if you don't what know what height? i look like five foot like exactly five foot like my grandma is like me but just like a little bit slimmer and like one inch taller, super like physically fit and very active. And apparently a badass on the jet ski. <laughs> we like flipped our jet ski and we were getting back on it. And there is this I can't, I can't, swan. I'm sorry. I can't get past the fact that your grandmother not only flipped the jet ski, but flipped it with you on it as a child. <laughs> Okay, maybe flipped is too aggressive a word. We did, we rolled it. How about that? Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even picture. I can picture that. And I don't think I'm picturing it right. I'm just picturing like barrel rolls across this lake. <laughs> grandma holding on for dear life. <laughs> I should also point out that my grandma is like not the average, like the age of a grandma, someone our age. Like my grandparents are really young. So my grandma is like 65. And at this point she was probably like 55. <laughs> still, she's still a grandma. We haven't even gotten to the swan yet. I don't, but really I the don't swan know. Is, can... Apparently the swan is the least interesting the part. The swan of is story. a footnote in the fact that your grandma barrel rolled a jet ski. <laughs> Oh, so goodness. after we barrel rolled the jet ski, there was a swan. It was mad at us. And it's, of course, you know, I was a kid, so I'm picturing it much more dramatically in my head. Us like scrambling to get back on the jet ski as the swan was like flapping its wings and like the coming Jaws after us. The theme is playing in the background, <laughs> just building. That was what happened. I'm sure it was literally a five second interaction where we were like getting back on the jet ski and the swan just kind of looked at us. But in my head, it was like this huge dramatic dramatic thing where the swan was like coming after us and we barely escaped with our lives was it hissing i don't know they it may have been too much i don't know if it was hissing at us i honestly don't remember so how close did it get to you guys it was probably like 10 to 15 feet away from us which is too close for comfort with an angry swan if with you really any large bird i'm yeah. just not really a fan of birds in general i love a lot of animals but yeah. i do not like birds of any kind i'm slowly coming around to birds but the big birds will always yeah you know what bird i do have I'm, I'm getting away from your swan tangent but you know what bird i do have a bone to pick with ostriches because i worked at a zoo for a summer the ostriches and i did not get along In there were several instances where an ostrich attempted to or successfully stole my straw hat well they're just trying to play a game yeah but i wasn't i was there to pick up their shit the ostriches are disgusting too you know what they do they eat like seeds out of the poop of other animals. It's nutritious and delicious. Okay. <laughs> 
Just ask the ostrich. They can live their life however they want. They are pretty swanky birds, though. More. Have you ever looked at one's face up close, like really looked at it? They're ugly oh, animals. Man. But I'm sure that they, you know, we're not going to go down that road tonight. Say, I don't want to deprive you of your swan story. No. So. I was saying that for other reasons. <laughs> That's what I was about to start going down. But we won't go down that road tonight. This is a PG-13 show. We have to remember there is a line. Have we actually looked up the ratings for PG-13? I think PG-13 means we get one fuck. Maybe if I'm wrong, we can bleep that out in post. Yes. Possibly two. I mean, you can bleep one Possibly of them. two. Here, you can you can have one at your discretion. I won't use any more. And then if it's only one, we just bleep out mine. That's true. Because mine was just a freebie. I just dropped it uselessly. So. So where I thought your story was going to go, I grew up on a small lake in Linden called Loom Lake. The swans, they would chase the jet skiers. Like while they were on their jet skis, they would chase them across the lake. I mean, full speed. It was terrifying and also wondrous to watch. <laughs> I kind of wanted the swans to catch a jet skier at one point. So that's actually a point for swans is like, these people deserved it. Why I hate swans. And this isn't a great story. I was out on the lake. We were getting ready to go out on the boat with our neighbor, Bree, and they had this Labrador retriever named Tanner. Well, this mama swan and daddy swan and these like three or four, are we going with chicks? Is that the, is that the terminology we're going to go with? Just go we're, with it. We'll go with chicks. I'll correct you mid-sentence in about a minute. That's okay. They're swimming by where we have this boat docked, right? And Tanner jumps into the lake, not realizing that there's baby swans there. And he wasn't going after the swans. And I can't fault the father swan for his paternal instinct. But he sees a dog coming after his baby chicks. Or do we have the correct terminology yet? Oh, that we were not right at all. Uh, the male swan, called the cob, helps the female, known as a pen, to look after their babies, called Signets. Signets? Signets. Signets. I C-Y-G-N-E-T-S. <laughs> so Tanner jumps in after the signets. And the cob, ooh, he's cobbing mad because he sees danger. He sees a threat in this dog who's a super nice dog. And he comes barreling towards Tanner. And we're all on the dock just like, oh, my God. What, like, what do we do? What do we do? This, and he's flapping and hissing and, like, hits Tanner two or three times with his wings while Tanner's trying to swim away. He's chasing Tanner, and luckily, Mr. Rose was able to grab, like, a boat paddle, and he didn't strike the swan. He hit the water next to it to kind of scare it off, but it was terrifying. That is terrifying. Do not mess with swans. Like I said, I can't blame Daddy Cobb for doing his paternal instinct, but that dog, he just wanted to swim. I have not trusted swans since then. Ooh. That's understandable. Ooh. <laughs> Birds, man. I'm starting to like birds. The big birds I can't do, except maybe a swanky ostrich. Yeah, I'm just, I, I have no reason to like birds. Like, I have no obligation to like birds, so I don't really feel the need to attempt. See, like a little parakeet is, is fine. You know, you feed it's okay. them. You I don't know. They're a little, little, little talons creep me out. I just don't like it. I have always been more comfortable with big animals than small animals. When I worked at the zoo, my favorite animals to work with were the lions and tigers. I love them. I will stand face to face, like looking at lions and tigers through like a, like, you know, bars, like not even like glass in between us all day long. But I hated, I hated I thought coming to work in the aviary house. I thought you were gonna say like face to face with nothing. Oh no, you're not allowed to and do I that. I was like, <laughs> I I I was like, how are you not on TV for this? <laughs> but I did 
the my favorite thing I ever did at the zoo was I got to feed ring-tailed lemurs out of my hand. I got to feed them melon. It was Ooh. so cute. And lemurs are my favorite. I know they I just are. said lions and tigers are my favorite, but lemurs have always been my favorite animal because of Zabumafu. That's I was just gonna go there. You can't go wrong with Zabumafu. Although, so when I was little, I thought that Zabumafu was a ring-tailed lemur, but he was not. He was, I never remember what kind of lemur or monkey he was. They had ring-tailed lemurs on Zabumafu all the time. Isn't there only one type of lemur? <laughs> no. <laughs> As you'll find out on this show, we don't know a lot. I, I don't know a lot. I'm not going to speak for you. There's plenty I don't know. So we're going to learn How long together. did it take us to figure out what baby swans were? Most of the show. Yeah. Well, as, as we said in the pilot, and as we'll say over and over again, the reason we're doing this show is because in college, we were on a radio show together called Radio Feud that was a trivia show. And I think the number one takeaway was that we did not know nearly as much as we thought we did about really anything specifically U.S. presidents. It is a little bit sad how little we know about U.S. presidents. Yeah, we probably should be banished in all honesty. We might as well keep the tradition going of this, (laughs) not knowing. (laughs) And there we have it, folks. That was the hit and run in an essence. That was a true hit and run. We went from National Geographics to large birds, terrifying swan stories, a badass grandmother, a swanky ostrich, and and Natalie face to face with a tiger. And lemurs, (laughs) and that there are more than one lemurs. So I think the main takeaway is that you never know what you're going to take away. This has been the hit and run with Robbie. And Natalie. And Zabumafu was the Sufaka lemur. Sufaka.